Viewpoint, 8 to 10 p.m. Turning conventional wisdom on its head. On SAFM. Mr. Mario Mayer, policy analyst at Youth Capital. According to Matrix on the Fringe, the latest research by Youth Capital and Stellenbosch University, there are 250,000 young people attempting to obtain their matric certificate through the second chance matric program outside of the full-time schooling system. Unfortunately, these young people, also called second chances, are not reported or accounted for by the Department of Education, and this has the potential to block the life-changing opportunities that this program can unlock for young people. We're now in conversation with Mr. Mario Mayer, policy analyst at Youth Capital, and he will tell us about the issue of certification for young people, the general education certificate proposed for grade 9, which is a school-leaving certificate of kind, and why there is a need to expand these pathways. Mario, it's all yours. Thanks for joining us. Welcome. Good evening, Sangeza. Thank you very much for the opportunity. As to pick up, yes, Rob, uh, go for it. Go for it. No, go, go. Uh, to pick up from what you from what you said in the introduction, uh, I work in an organisation called Youth Capital, and Youth Capital is a youth-led campaign that has an action plan for change to shift gears on youth unemployment in South Africa. And this action plan has three focus areas, and these are education. Transitions, meaning that period between leaving an educational institution and entering the the labour market. Uh, And the third focus area is jobs. And within the focus area of education, there are four calls to action that this action plan has. Uh, Three of them is catch us up, uh, track us and support us. And the one that's relevant to this conversation tonight is certify us. One of the major challenges that young people face in their educational journey is getting certified. In many respects, particularly the Second Chance Matric program does indicate that somewhere in the 11 years, in fact 12 years of one's basic education, something was missed somewhere by the system that now manifests itself in this pupil who has to go through the second chance program. What is that? Uh, as you say, uh, there, there are great gaps in our basic education system. There's about 50% of, of learners who start school who leave the schooling system without a matric certificate. And this may be because they, they've dropped out and there are various push and pull factors that result in that or they've reached grade 12, but for some reason have, have failed their grade 12 final exams. Uh, so this is significant because in South Africa, having a matric certificate is a, is a passport to further education and training opportunities, as well as to opportunities for economic participation. And currently, at any, in any given year, there are about 250,000 young people between the ages of 15 and 34 who at any given point in time, are working towards a matric certificate through the Department of Basic Education Second Chance Matric Program. And that equates to about a third of the annual matric cohort of about 800,000. That's quite substantial, isn't it? It is quite a large number, um, and quite a large number of the overall matric cohort. So we're used to the swarm of media attention every year around the grade mm. 12 or in the full-time schooling system. And those matric pass rates are annually widely publicized, they're analyzed, they're discussed. But what isn't really reported on is the 
is this complex system of second chance opportunities um, and the the tracking of of the people, including the young people, who are navigating that system at any given time. I, I would imagine right now there are people who are trying, young matric pupils, of course, who are trying to get into the second chance matric program because they've just recently, as earlier this month or late last month, received their results. And for whatever reason, they would fall within this category or would want to use up this facility. Could you just take us through the process of one one's path in engaging the second chance matric program on the basis of course that one's results for whatever reason are not satisfactory or they need to establish something and this is the route to go by uh, gladly uh, there are two main pathways the one is the national senior certificate and that's what the full-time grade 12s are right every year as well as those doing a second chance so that could include those doing it because they may have failed a couple of subjects and they want to redo so that they can pass or they may have not written a subject on the day of that exam for whatever reason. Maybe there was a death in their family or they were ill and couldn't write. And it also includes those who passed and got results but would like to improve their results, maybe upgrade the level of their pass. Then the National Senior Certificate is also available as a second chance opportunity for those who are no longer in the full-time schooling system. Um, and that is, that's open to those who've been in matric within the last three years, so their school-based assessments are still valid. And then the other pathway is the, second, is the Senior Certificate or the amended Senior Certificate. And that's available to those who whose school-based assessments are no, lo- no longer valid and for the most part have at least completed grade nine or the equivalent thereof. And in exceptional circumstances, according to the department's website, you can apply for the senior certificate if you haven't completed grade nine and have been out of school for a long time. Those are the two main pathways currently in the in the second chance program. We had a discussion earlier on when certainly our first caught wind of the general education certificate sometime in the course of last year. Now that it is something which is with time going to entrench itself, and certainly in the context of what we're discussing, it is and should be treated as a genuine alternative, more especially when you look at a skills development program that a school leaver from grade nine could engage oneself in, especially from a technical perspective or even in a technological world, given the fact that there's a strong move towards the fourth industrial revolution. How could we best ensure that these with the GEC, these pupils with the GSC, one, are still absorbed in a developmental space and capacity, and more importantly, beyond that, not necessarily through the tertiary education system, but through a system that makes them and puts them in a position to contribute and contribute meaningfully to society and its economy. Yeah, I think that's key. What you're saying is that we don't want to lose the, the potential and the productive capability of, of any young person who exits the schooling system, whether they complete through to grade 12 or not. And the idea with the general education certificate, as you've mentioned, is to, to broaden the, the opportunities and the possibilities that are available to, to a young person uh, should they, once they complete grade nine, so they may still continue to grade 12, 
Uh, but if they don't, the idea with the GEC is that they have other pathways available, including technical pathways available to them. And I think what's important in that is that the exit opportunities are actually available to them. So should they decide to pursue uh, the opportunities that the GEC would make available, that they could actually, and are not just entering into, a, if you will, a space of nothingness. Uh, but I think that feeds into a larger conversation about the importance of certification. Currently, the trick is the only recognized certification available in the schooling system. And so many, as, as we've uh, spoken about, leave school before actually getting to grade 12 or they don't pass grade 12. And so there is a great need, I think, to provide opportunities for, for young people who've not got a matric certificate for whatever reason that might have been, to still have the opportunity to get that. And there are many young people in, in every year pursuing second chance, and if they currently don't get the attention and the support that they need to succeed in that program. Um, so every year there, a, there are around 40,000 young people who obtain a matric certificate through the second chance program, um, and that's significantly lower than what the pass rate is for full-time for various reasons, including that those pursuing second chance for trick don't necessarily take the full set of subjects in one year. So they may be, mostly will be doing it over two or more years. And so that's very different to having the support of a school uh, when you are in school. And so there's a lot more that we need to do to better support second chances to navigate the system, the second chance system, to prepare for these exams and to succeed in these exams so that they can gain a matric certificate. Here's a comment coming through from one of our most loyal listeners who, who writes, and I quote, Why is the matriculant's life dependent on a matric certification? Who grades them? And notwithstanding that, they are graded by a total stranger. My Lucy, why is a person's ability graded by an inability as during the exam? It is stressful and often done in a very time-pressured environment. Students could be great at something, yet fall because of the stress as a final step before the real world. Why does the education system still use a colonial grading system of education? It is a human right to be educated on ability and not by the price of the best education. Open education as the students are falling by the wayside. That's much appreciated there, Polisa. How would you respond to that? Mario? My thought on that is that the the importance of the matric certificate is that it provides a signal to to the labour market and then to educational institutions about a young person or any person have the basic competencies and the the trust that the education system is reliable. We know that there are many challenges with the education system that need fixing. But the reason a certification is important is because of that signaling capacity that it that it has to to open doors to opportunities for further learning, for further education and training, and for employment or sustainable livelihoods. Uh, so we need. So the reality is that because of the way society is set up, we we need these these signals, and certification provides that. Without that many people are locked out of opportunities because they don't have a means of of demonstrating their 
basic competencies or abilities, which is what certification is meant to do. They give a sense of confidence to an employer or to an educational institution that somebody can live up to the rigors of, of learning or employment. Let's talk about the support that then the second chancellors particularly could enjoy but do not enjoy and should enjoy from at least the government, and that is, of course, the Department of Basic Education. And there could be a case made out for, especially from those who are leaving from the GEC route to get into the skills space from small business development and the Department of Labor, governmental interventions that are critical that Youth Capital has noted as absent. As Three key areas. One is access to information, uh, easily available information and up-to-date information. The currently information is scattered across different sites and places. And so it would be very helpful to have a one-stop shop of the, dif- the different pieces of information that somebody who is interested in pursuing a second chance opportunity will need to have. The information regarding registration deadlines, documents needed to register, uh, how to choose subjects, what subjects to choose, uh, when exams are being written, where exams are being written. Having all of that information in, in one place would be very helpful. And then making sure that that information is available in terms of cost. And so the information being available in itself is one thing, uh, but it may not be accessible if it's expensive to access that information. So, one option it would be to place all of that information on a bureau-rated or data-free website and then having the links on that also zero-rated. Uh, that would be one area that we think is low-hanging fruit and to, to improve. Another area is providing the support needed to prepare for these exams. So the different the subject information, past exam papers, the content knowledge, Uh, That should also be easily accessible in one place, up-to-date, and also accessible in terms of cost. And the third area is tracking. So there's no high-quality tracking of second chances at the moment, which makes it difficult to to measure the program and identify the specific levers for improvement. And so tracking second chances as they progress through the the system um, making sure that we know that they're still in the program or have a sense that they may be dropping out of the program so that the appropriate support can be provided. And in addition to that, I think supporting the ecosystem of second chance opportunities, so supporting the institutions and the organizations, particularly non-profit organizations or the NGOs who are working in the space, uh, providing them with resources that it helps to reduce the cost of access, but also providing them with resources to provide preparation material to second chances. Mm. And these are things that would make a huge difference in providing support to those people who are pursuing second chance opportunities at the trick. Very well. Let's leave it there. Thank you so much for just giving us some insights as to what is quite a substantial number. When you're talking about some 250,000 people out of 800, that's more, in fact, than a third. But nonetheless, Mario Mayer, Policy Analyst, Youth Capital, talking to us about second chance metric program, some of the challenges, and certainly the benefits of giving people a second chance. Don't we all Thank need you. a second chance?
Uh, thanks very much. I just want to say, uh, if anyone would like to read the report that's being produced, it's available on our website, youthcapital.co.za. And if anyone would like to share any experiences that they've had of navigating second chance opportunities, uh, please uh, share that with us. We'd love to hear that. We're on Facebook, uh, Youth Capital, or you can email us on at info at youthcapital.co.za. Certainly. Thank you so much, Mr. Mario Mayer, 2132.